And now I can see. And now I can see. These words are spoken to us from a man born blind who was told that his parents or he in some ways committed a sin and God has punished him with his blindness. Our God comes to correct this. Our God doesn't come to punish. And we may think, well, this is 2,000 years ago and that's the way people used to think. But sadly, we can catch ourselves this way at times thinking. I've met with a number of people with a terminal illness that will say, Father, I feel that God is punishing me. Or even worse, I've met with people who have made decisions in their life that they know now are wrong and they feel that God is still punishing them for those decisions. Or if not them, their parents or their grandparents. Their sin somehow stays with them. God comes to change this. God, in the person of Jesus Christ, wants to complete his creation. You see, why does he use mud in this case, or clay? Because literally that word clay is the same word as Adam in Hebrew. And this is what God has created us out of. And we even celebrate that on Ash Wednesday, that we are dust and so he then shows us he's completing this creation by giving this man the mercy of God. We may find this beautiful in its own self, but at times perhaps we, we don't necessarily see that for ourselves. I'd like to share with you a story of how I saw this recently, how God's mercy came to a young man named Justin I was called to the hospital, one of the hospitals in Green Bay, and I had been praying for Justin for three weeks already because I work with his cousin. But Justin, you see, had an intestinal bleed. Somewhere in his intestines there was a, an artery or vein that was bleeding, and he was passing blood, so much so that he needed five different transfusions just to keep him alive. And the doctors even had removed about a foot of his intestines in order to try to get that place where they thought the bleeding was occurring, but he was still bleeding after the operation. And when I saw him, sadly, he was waiting for a bed to open up in Madison where perhaps a specialist could help him. But he knew if they couldn't do anything, this could be the end of his life. When I walked in the hospital room, Justin was very pale, which I expected because he, of his loss of blood, of course. But I also noticed that the paleness was also from fear. Fear because he was thinking this could be it. And he knew at times, as people do when the priest comes, well, this is getting serious, and I told him, I said, Justin, I have oil to anoint you, and I brought the Holy Communion for you to receive, but this works best, actually, if you'd like to ask for God's mercy through confession first. And so Justin said, why not? 
And I can't tell you of that confession, but I can tell you because his mother and father were waiting outside the door that it wasn't a long confession. But at the end of it, when his parents walked in, they found Justin and I crying. Crying because somehow we could feel the mercy of God wanted to come to him, that he was begging for this, I was begging for this, and God wanted to be there. And as we anointed and prayed around him and he received Holy Communion, there was a beautiful peace that came upon the room. And you could see that something had changed inside of him. He said, Father Luke, there's a cross on the windowsill there on a chain. Could you bless it? I want to put that on now. How beautiful, you see. He wanted our Lord suffering on the cross with him just as he was. Thankfully, after that communion, and, and when Justin invited me back the next day, and the next day to receive communion, his bleeding stopped. The doctors don't know exactly why, and I don't claim a miracle because there was plenty of intervention by nurses and doctors there, but I do claim that Justin found hope especially through his confession of his neediness for God. And this is what our Lord asked from each of us, that he comes to be a Savior, but if we're not sinners and we don't need his help, then why do we need a Savior? We then, today, are going to just focus briefly on confession. This is one of the points that our bishop makes in his letter on the Eucharist, that encounter with Jesus and Holy Communion, he points out that confession is one of those places where we prepare ourselves to receive communion. And each time when we come to Holy Mass to receive communion, we, as we have today, we pray at the beginning of Mass to acknowledge that we are sinners and we want God's mercy. It's really not a complicated thing. Our confession doesn't have to be a complicated thing. It's just naming what weighs on our heart. I try to go to confession once a month myself, and I find myself confessing something that I often hear in confessions as well, and that is that I get impatient impatient with myself and at times with others. And, and, I, and I can think that in my heart that there's so much good that needs to be done. And why aren't they doing this? And why aren't they doing this the right way? At least the way that I think somehow it should be done, which isn't not necessarily the right way. But when we acknowledge this within ourselves and we simply say, God, I want your help, this is what he provides in confession. It's a chance to receive his mercy. He doesn't accuse any one of us. He wants to bring this, this favor, this graciousness to each of us. I would encourage each of you during this time of Lent, as we are obliged to do once a, once a year, to go to confession. In fact, today, I'll spend some time after Mass uh, in the confessional if anyone would like to come after Mass. You see, it's, it's about learning how to receive what God wants for us. And as I suggested at the beginning, at times we think we don't deserve this. And that happens to other people. 
And I would tell you, no, God wants it for each and every one of us. And if your communion seems a little old, if it seems a little stale at times, I would ask you, when have you been to confession? Why not just acknowledge, Lord, I need you. Our God wants to bring us this goodness that is Him. He wants to complete each of us. We're His masterpiece. The human person is His masterpiece. And the beautiful thing is when we learn how to receive compassion for ourselves, then it becomes so much easier to give it to other people because we see, yeah, there's just one more person here walking along with me in this journey. God bless him or her. We then want to be a little bit like Justin in this way. Justin just wrote me last month. He sent me a little card and uh, returned the book that I had lent to him that he wanted to read. And, and he told me, he said, you know, he has no effects whatsoever. The doctors can find no symptoms of what he went through still. And he finished his simple card by saying, God's works are amazing. God's works are amazing. You see, our Lord wants this for each and every one of us, like that blind man, like Justin, like each of us. Our God, as we heard, looks into our hearts and he sees that goodness and he wants to bring that out of us. We receive his mercy through confession. And we can say with the blind man, and now I can see, and now I can see.